Hey, hey, hey. What's up, everybody? Um, welcome to the George Mossy Show. Hope you guys watched Love in Paradise, the finale tonight. We have a lot to talk about. Um, let's wait a minute because we need to get Kara and Didi in here. Kara's here. And um, we're going to get started. I'm really excited. This season has been... It went by really fast. Like, I feel like this season... Like, it's crazy. It went by so fast. But there's a lot to talk about, guys. So let's get started. Donna's here. What's up, Donna? Hi. Oh, hi. How's it going? Here. Hey, Jennifer. I'm good. How are you? Good. Where did Dee Dee go? It said that she was here. Oh. And then I don't see her. Dee Dee, what are you doing? She's off having some heavy petting. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? Now that she knows what it is, we're going to have to keep an eye on her. She's not going to know how yes. to behave now. Yes. All right. Where'd you go, Dee Dee? I'm going to need you to come back. Said that she joined. Hold on. Let me see if I can find her in She's here. She's still in here. Oh, let me just invite her there. There we go. Perfect, perfect, perfect. What a night. Here. Yes, grab a drink, guys. This is going to be fun. There you Hi. are. Where did you go? <laughs> I don't know what happened. I don't know. <laughs> so the finale aired tonight. We didn't get Valentine and Carlos, um, but I think their story ended. Oh, funny story. So in the beginning of the season, Valentine DM'd me and said he wanted to come on and talk to me. So I went to message him today to see if he was still interested, and he unfollowed me. So apparently Valentine is not coming on the George Mossy show because he don't like me. So I don't know what I did to him. I don't know, but he don't follow me anymore and he didn't write me back. So I guess that's not happening. So we're just going to get one side of the story, I guess, because I think Carlos will come on and talk about it. So at some point, I pissed Valentine off. If anybody wants to DM him and ask him <laughs> what exactly I did, that's fine. Can't handle the I truth. Can't. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> we're team Carlos. I can't message Valentine. I, I mean, I, I was trying to be biased. I didn't realize that I was being like mean or harsh so i i was kind of surprised i was like whoa unfollowed and we have been talking since his first season um just because i was i was talking smack and well, what, so what does that have to do with me we all are three <laughs> different people with three different sets of opinions right like what's that got to do with me you know like i didn't have an issue with them i thought that they were both immature you know i was just super honest about it i thought they were both immature so yep. If he's pissed off at me because I call them immature, like, I just call it like I see it. And I'm very immature myself. So, like, I'm not calling you anything that I wouldn't call myself. I know for a fact I'm a very immature person. I do not act my age or my IQ. I am I'm a, a mess. And I'm me messy. And I'm petty. And I hold grudges. So, like, I'm not saying anything about anybody that I don't do myself and I would no. call out myself for. Okay. But anyway. Let's not get caught up on the people who don't like me. Let's get, let's just focus more on what happened tonight. So Scott and Lydia met back up after Liz left. So I have one little thing I want to point out. Did you notice that it had been two days since Scott and Lydia stopped talking? And then he said that Liz was there for two days. Wouldn't he have had to have booked her ticket prior to him ending it with Lydia? Because you can't really like instantly book a um, flight. Right? Is 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 that? I don't think you can, but because he said that Lydia said it had been two days since he ended things, and Liz had already been there two days and left. So wouldn't that mean that like 
that kind of overlapped, right? I didn't catch the math. I did not that catch stood that. out to me because I was like, I've booked flights before, and like you can't just jump on a plane within an hour or two. You have to usually at least a day, at least twenty four hours, right, to get to get a flight that you can make it on. That doesn't add up to me. I'm not sure where did Liz come from. Where where is she from? She was from Colombia, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And she was going to the Dominican Republic. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure that that flight was booked a little prior to him ending so. things with Lydia, I, right? I think she was, I think she was the backup plan, yeah. just in case Lydia didn't work but, out, yeah. to but be you honest. Think that he had booked her ticket before he even met Lydia? Probably so. He probably I wouldn't put it past him. probably booked your ticket after night one. I would have. <laughs> okay, so Judy says, Judy says, Scott said, don't, um, follow the timelines from the show. That so, I mean, I do know that when they film, the timelines are different because everyone was filmed at different times. So it's, it's, it is difficult to get timelines on the show because as you know, we saw um, Jessica give birth um, yeah. in real time. So we know the timelines are off. So I, yeah. I, I don't know, it just caught my attention. I'm not saying that he did book her ticket ahead of time. I'm just saying it caught my attention. So yeah. like Judy said, let's not buy too much into the timeline because it was, Film like a year or two ago so we don't really know exactly how many days passed but it was a little weird yeah i didn't catch the timeline but that's such a good point but i realized everything's filmed differently but he said two days and lydia said two days mm -hmm. so that is that is very strange right and she was but, only there for two days so it's like yeah. that's really interesting because like it would have been like she arrived the day that he ended it with lydia yeah right isn't I that how the math would go I'm thinking maybe we don't have to see Lydia anymore. Last I saw her, she was laying in the ocean. So fingers crossed. <laughs> she she was strong afterward. Like when Scott met back up with her and he was like, I just want to talk to you. And she was just like, no, I got a translator. I'm going to tell you how I feel. And I know Lydia is a very unlikable human being. But yeah. I did like the strength that she showed. And she was like, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to find the right person. You know, I'm not going to let this deter me from finding love. Good for you. Like, I don't know who's going to love you, Lydia. That's beyond my control or knowing or knowledge. But good for you for being able to be strong and control yourself. Because, you know, Nicole couldn't control herself. She's just yelling and screaming and, and saying, like, at least she showcased a little self-control. So I, I, I see some growth in Lydia. Not in Nicole, but a little growth in Lydia. She's doing a little better. The only thing I liked about Lydia tonight is that she didn't bring Nicole with her. Well, that's the, she even brought it up. She was like, I'm going to give him another chance to talk because when Nicole was there, she didn't let him get in a word. And it's true. Nicole doesn't let anybody have a conversation about anything. She, she gets involved and she starts yelling and screaming and you're not getting a word in edgewise. That's not a conversation. So she was yeah. like, I'll, I'll meet with him again and see if we can actually have a conversation, which they didn't, you know, even and being because she didn't even really understand why he wanted to talk to her in the first place yeah. because she said in the text message that he wanted a second chance that's not yep. what he told us why he was meeting you know in his interview like why he would wanted to talk to her because he said i want to be honest and i want to start giving her women the information they deserve or whatever yeah. that's not do you think that he said i want a second chance just to get her there i like i i think he wanted uh second chance to make amends i don't think he wanted a second chance with her i think that ship has sailed a long time ago and he knew that i think there's a lot more to the story that tlc isn't 
is an earring. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. Oh, Jessica's here. Hello, Jessica. Hi. So we saw, Hi, Jessica. we saw Jessica and Juan find out that it was a boy after they were pretty sure it was going to be a girl because we yeah. know that Juan won. Oh, wait, you haven't watched yet? Oh, I don't want to ruin it for you, Jessica. She hasn't watched the episode yet. I don't want to. I feel like she knows what happens. Well, yeah, you were there. <laughs> you were there. Okay, so yeah, you were there. So we were watching you guys um, find out it was a boy, and I know Juan wanted to have a girl because he wanted to name the. Hi. Guess who's here? Hi. Hi, Megan. I'm so happy you guys have me join. I'm so happy you're here. We are very, very excited to have you on. As you know, we are fans. We are fans of you here at the George Massey Thank Show. Thank you. I appreciate it. So, I have so a lot of haters. I'm called this... Megan on Twitter, so I'm like, Ooh. oh my, oh my gosh. I what? Like... Twitter know, is so a funny. horrible. Twitter is a horrible place. Try to avoid Twitter I... as much as possible. Yeah. The only thing worse than Twitter, I think, is Reddit. Right? I think Reddit is yeah. even worse. Avoid totally. that at all costs. Yeah. So you found out some information this season that I think every best friend has to, to look out for their other friends and, and do. And you found it. And I wanted to kind of talk about how you did it because we always hear about like people are very good at finding information online. And you're like CIA, yeah. you know, like yeah. you, you can find information that a normal person with a computer and Google can't find. So I kind of yeah. want to know your process. Like, how did you go about getting this information that was pretty well hidden? Like, it wasn't easy Sorry. to find. Yes. Um, so when the girl reached out, which I just want to say, I don't even remember her name. Jessica has asked me to really move forward and leave it in the past. And so I'm respecting yeah. that. And I respected that a week after I found the information. I deleted her, deleted her sister off Facebook. I don't even know her name. Like I honestly really don't even remember it. Um, and I, so just want to put that out there. I don't have the pictures anymore. I deleted them out of respect of Jessica um, and her relationship to move forward. I also had to move forward with it, which was super hard. I want to say <laughs> I was pissed. <laughs> Based at Juan for months. I didn't even speak to him, honestly, for like months um, until we went to Columbia. So that, I mean, that is so true. I mean, I really, that was our first real conversation. Um, me going to Columbia and talking with him was that time because I was just so mad at him and just not, I didn't even like Jessica's pictures when they were in Brazil. I wouldn't even like, like the pictures that he was in because I was so mad at him. It was so petty, but yeah. Anyway, I went back and liked them since then just because I felt bad. But <laughs> <That's all. laughs> um, so how I found out, she had told me. Um, she called me really pretty upset, obviously. And instantly, I messaged Juan and did send some nasty text messages to him, pretty much calling him out. And this is so wrong. You have this beautiful family, beautiful woman, amazing. Jessica's the most amazing person I've ever met in my entire life. So boiling as you can imagine um and instantly yeah. just kind of dove in um, my husband is actually an investigator for our local sheriff's office and so it's in my blood through marriage i guess you could say um and so i am an investigator i guess <laughs> deep down um and it was just really pretty easy for me um I 
her on Facebook and um, found her sister, I believe. It could have been her friend. I really don't know who it was. And then they added me back. And so before then, I wasn't able to see their profiles. But when they added me back, I was able to see pictures. And they had posted pictures of Juan and them on excursions together. And I was like, what? <laughs> I am going to lose my literal mind. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and so, um, screenshot of those, sent those to Jessica, then they were able to talk about it. Um, basically a week after then, Jessica went to Colombia, which she had already planned for like two weeks to go. And they were going to Brazil and Peru and all these beautiful places. And so they ended up going, um, and I really encouraged her to go because you can't really know someone how they're communicating through text message or even video chat and you just can't um you need that in-person communication yeah. to say the least or closer or whatever it may be um and it ended up working out i mean he won her beautiful heart back and he's a very lucky man so um, yes. yeah and then past that i mean i just moved forward she got back from columbia and really stressed me i just really need you to support me in this decision as my best friend and I dropped everything at the drop of a hat. So, so I'm glad that you covered something because a lot of people at home thought that you had this information and you withheld it from Jessica. But I know, you, you I know. just, I just said during this. Guys, like, no, I swear I would never I would never do that. And so when I heard that I was like, no, I would not do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I'm glad I, that we covered that because yeah. it's hard. The show portrays a little bit differently and so hard to portray to the viewers like this is three minutes of an entire week that we were there or you know three minutes yeah. of a conversation a whole thing that wasn't just three minutes and so yeah um yeah it was a beautiful experience i loved being on the show i loved filming the film crew is amazing everyone tara higgins is like the queen of all queens. I love, 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 love Tara. She's the director of the show and she is a goddess. So just love her and love the whole show and just so great. And a fun fact, I'll give you guys a few fun facts because a lot of people don't know these fun facts. When we went on the cruise in 2020, um, her and her ex-husband Tim were separated at that point. When we booked the cruise a year previous to 2020, they were together very much together um and so we still decided well screw it we're gonna still go on the cruise and so tim was on the cruise when we met <laughs> so that's a fun fact what wow. that's awesome yeah <laughs> yeah so tim that's, met Juan and really appreciate Juan and um yeah so and jessica and juan have an amazing or jessica and tim have an amazing co-parenting relationship and yeah, so it just couldn't be a more beautiful love story, and I'm so happy to be a part of it. That's awesome. Yeah, I I was tweeting that it seems like Juan and Jessica are going to be the only two that get a happily ever after yeah. at the end of the season. And I was really happy with that because I know the cheating allegations, it made people feel a certain type of way. And I love how you were able to move past it because I know as a best friend, you only want what's best for Jessica and you were able to forgive him 
And I think everybody at home are still holding grudges because like on Twitter and everybody, they're like, oh, I'm so mad at him. Jessica's a good girl. She's a great woman. He should have yeah. never did that. And it's like, I love how you were able to just say, look, this is my best friend and I'm going to support her regardless of how I feel. And I think that's what makes you a strong best friend because I have friends that do things that I don't approve of. Yeah. But I support them. And if they need my help, I'm going to be there for them. And it's like, you did that and yeah. i just i love how strong your friendship is and you literally genuinely want jessica to be happy and i love that yeah she just serves literally the world and everything it has to offer so i'm just so grateful to be her friend and yeah so grateful she's the best human and juan really is the best guy i mean he is family um i mean he's he's a good guy he really has a good heart and everyone makes mishaps and mm -hmm. if you are able to work through that then that's i mean that's not my decision that's them they are the couple i have i mean that's not my fiance that's not my you know um and me and jessica are total polar opposites i trust no one she trusts everyone <laughs> and yeah. so um that's also really hard for me because i'm like i mean i don't know i don't know if i can ever trust him again like i just literally once someone breaks my trust like i cut you off i block you i literally delete you from my life forever you're done i won't have it yeah <laughs> it's not serving yep. me and i'm not gonna let you steal my peace so yeah um, but well as you know he won my heart back too so you know we watch all of the shows and we've seen a lot of different best friends that have just been a disaster and your first the from the very first minute i was like you handled it with so much grace so much class you didn't Thank cause you. a scene didn't make it about you i was like everybody needs a megan everybody <laughs> yeah you guys are so sweet you guys are so sweet i just appreciate you so much so grateful to have met you hopefully someday we can have a drink in person or something because i would love it absolutely i hope so too thank you so much for coming on we were really no, excited to have you. you on because Thanks. you're a private eye and if we ever need any information on anybody you are Call the person we i are got going to you call. oh and i saw some i saw somebody tweet they were like does megan have a man megan is in a very happy and fulfilling relationship so guys Megan is only yeah. doing what's best for her best friend. She has a very yes. healthy, happy relationship for the people who were yes. wondering. I saw those tweets. They only Fun fact about our relationship, we will be married six years tomorrow and together Aww. 14 years. Oh my gosh, congratulations. Yes. Thank happy you. anniversary. Thank you so much. Tomorrow's my 29th anniversary. Oh, oh another Well, happy anniversary. Bye. <laughs> All these anniversaries going on. I'm jealous. Yes, <laughs> awesome. the, only, the only person out there that can actually contact Megan is Riley because he needs a PI. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Riley. Okay, you call me. He does need a PI. Me and my husband both will help you out. <laughs> That's well, awesome. Thank oh, you yeah. so much for coming on. Thank we really appreciate it. You. Happy anniversary and happy so 4th of July. We can't thank wait. You. Hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll all cross paths in real life. Yes. yes. Someday Bye. soon, hopefully. Bye. Bye. Thank you, thank you. Bye. She's seriously the best. I love her. She is the best. Oh, thank you to Miss Debbie for coming in here to buy a badge. I yeah. saw you. I saw oh, Miss Debbie. Debbie. Where's Julian at? I haven't seen him in a minute. Okay, so that was Megan. Oh, is Jessica still in here? Jessica, do you want to jump on? I don't know if Jessica wants to jump on or not. 
But um, is is um Carlos in here? Carlos is here. Carlos is here. So I don't know who wants to jump on next. Um, but we would love to have another cast member jump on. Scott was here. Where did Scott go? Scott started his own live. Oh, he's on his own. Okay, because I was like, if Scott's here, he can jump on too. Um, but I know we want to talk to Carlos, and if Jessica's still in here, we would talk to Jessica as well. Let me invite and see who wants to hop on. Okay, there's Carlos. It's Jessica. Oh, Jessica's gone. Juan's brother is in here, though. Hey, Juan's brother. <laughs> Hi, Juan's brother. Hi, Juan's Juan brother. brother. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I sent an invite to Carlos, and I think Scott, Scott, where are you at? If you're gone, you got to come back in so I can invite you. Let me see if he's, what he's doing. Is he, he said that he was going on live, so he might actually, like you said, be on his own live. And um, I have, I follow Matthew, but he, there you are. Hello, hello. Hi. Carlos, how are you doing? I'm doing great. great. Thank you. How are you doing? <clears throat> I'm good. All right. So you guys, you know, I'm Team Carlos. I was, I was actually Team Valentine and Carlos the whole time. I, <laughs> yeah, I was Carlentine. I was Carlentine. I was, I was for y'all. But I am happy for you for choosing you because you said on the episode you were like, I'm gonna choose myself. I'm gonna choose happiness. I'm not gonna let anybody make decisions for me. And I think that is very important when it comes to marriages and relationships. But how hard was it for you to make that decision? Because we saw you have a straight face conversation with Valentine and then afterward, you kind of broke down afterwards. So like, how was that releasing of Valentine from your life? How did you go about doing that? Uh, well, it was very hard, honestly. It was, um, I was not expecting that. Of course, like you know, the only the only thing that I, that I had on my mind was you know the my wedding day, you know. And yeah. They, yeah, and I was like, literally, I, I think when the um, episode started, when I, I, when when I appeared on the episode, the first thing that I said is that um, I'm I'm concerned about leaving everything behind, my family, my country, and move to you know a different country. So and that was. You know that was true because that was what i what i had on my mind at that time yeah so the idea of you having to leave your country and leave everything behind and then him telling you who you could and couldn't be friends with was that really the boiling point for you you realized that you were going to be sacrificing more than you were willing to sacrifice well that 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 i mean what you just said that came after we break up because okay. when we both break up my point of breaking up with Valentine was uh, precisely that he did not believe me. Like when I said that I just move on with her and we were just friends, we were not having any intimacy as he said we, we had, which, you know, we just became being good friends, really yeah. good. Friends. And I stand on my point because that was the truth. Like I didn't, need to apologize for for being myself and for being honest i didn't hide anything on that relationship even when i was having feelings for her or after when we just move on and we became friends so yeah i the through the whole time yeah yeah now so did valentine cheat on you in the beginning is that what i remember 
was something about him cheating in the beginning? Uh, Valentine? Yeah. <clears throat> no, the thing was that um, when, uh, when the Michelle situation started, we break up. On that breakup, Valentine met another guy. Oh, okay. He started dating that guy. Yeah, that was between the seasons, right? I, be, I remember that. Yeah. And then uh, uh, that, you know, they, they break up, that thing didn't work out, and then he just, you know, we just get back together. So, I see. Okay, million dollar question. Are you <laughs> and Valentine still friends? Or do you talk at all? No, we don't talk. None, okay. Okay, so no more. So are you currently looking for someone new or are you just in a transition period and taking your time? Like what, what is going on with you right now? I'm just, you know, taking my time to, to be ready for my next relationship. And uh, I'm, I'm dating somebody now. Uh, okay. You know, it's, it's something that is, uh, you know, starting is recent and, uh, and you know, I'm just, giving myself another chance, you know, to, to see what can happen. Yeah. I love that. I love that for you. I'm so happy for you. I, I, I was just shocked. Like, I'm not going to lie. When you guys called the wedding off, I was very, very, very shocked. Like, because I've seen, I've been watching you guys since the beginning. You guys have always had fights, nothing that you couldn't get over. So when you called the wedding off, I was like, oh, this has got to be some sort of production trick. They're definitely going to get married. So when it was real, it really hit me hard. I was like, wow, they're really not going to work out. And I really was rooting for you guys, honestly. But now that I see what happened and what transpired, I'm kind of happy that you both are seeking what you need individually. Because like you said, it wasn't going to work together because he didn't trust you. And if you're going to tell him the absolute truth and he's not going to accept the truth from you, you can't build a marriage with someone who doesn't trust you, especially when you're giving up so much of your life, your family, your friends, everything about your life that you've ever known, you were gonna leave for a person who doesn't trust what you say. Yeah. Exactly. And you know what's, what's interesting in this, or I'm funny at the same time, I don't know if you remember guys, uh, the first season when uh, he had like his introduction that he said, hey, my name is Dada, I goes by Valentine. And then he said that looking for love, <laughs> Because mm -hmm. all the love that he had before was conditional and not unconditional. And I felt that he was giving me conditional love. I was, yep. you know, to, to what he wants me to do. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. I, I was, um, I, I'm so happy that you guys didn't work out. I'm sorry that your heart got broken in between, but you deserve so much more so much more and i was team carlos all the way george and i went back and forth with him hoping you guys worked out mm. and i was like i hope they don't yeah so that's true i was i was hoping for the best and car was like the best is what's happening right now and them not being together she was like i'm i want carlos to be happy and in the end you are and i'm, I'm just so happy to hear that you're you're seeing someone and you're moving forward. And you said in the one episode, you were like, I took what I learned from this relationship and I'm gonna be a better man. I'm gonna be a better person. I'm gonna take that into my new relationships. And I'm gonna learn to love myself and choose myself and always know no one can tell me how to live my life. They have to, they have to enter in my life with me, but they cannot control my life. And I think that knowledge that you got from this relationship is gonna make sure that your next relationship is successful.
Yes. Like, you know, this experience, uh, I mean, this has been, I mean, the whole thing around the show is, is has been like a beautiful experience to me. Like, I have been learning from this like a lot and I have grown as a person, you know, since this, this experience, not only because it's a new thing for me, but it's also to be able to see myself on screen and sometimes to hate myself, you know, like how, you know, like question myself from things that I did that I said, like, how cool I, you know, say that or do that, like, you know, but um, yeah, I'm just, you know, going to move on. I mean, I already did and, and I don't, I don't have any regret about anything. I don't have any regret about uh, being with Valentine in that relationship. I'm, I'm all the opposite. Like I'm grateful for that because, you know, I, I learned a lot and, 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 you know, many beautiful things from this show and this experience has come into my life and I'm, I'm just grateful for that. Good. So are you and Michelle still close? Did this like put a riff in your friendship? Cause I know she did not like the idea that she thought she came in between you two. So are you guys still as close as you were? Yes, we, we are still very close. Uh, like, talk a lot we see each other like we go out like it's, it's been the same like nothing actually changed good see i love that i'm glad that nobody was able to get in between you guys and when you said you were friends that's what you meant and that it shows that that's exactly how it is because no matter what came between you and michelle you guys are still close nobody can break that bond that you have and i'd love to see the strength of that bond because you know some people would have felt like oh this marriage didn't happen because of me and they would have got terrified and and disappeared. You know, some people can't handle that. So it shows that you guys have that strong bond that you said. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. As I said before, I, I, I had a stand for who I am because, you know, I'm, I'm telling the world my life. I'm, I'm opening my life to everybody. And, and, you know, I was myself 100% on the show. And what I say, what I stand for is the truth. And if, something that is not going to work in my life doesn't uh you know see the life or see the things as the same way as i do we're just not compatible and this is not going to work out yeah. you know like okay, million, next million dollar question this, this didn't appear on the on the show <laughs> but when we were arguing I, I remember i mentioned that he invited a, one of his friends who he had something before, like they fought, you know, they, they did things, you know. Oh, okay. Was his friend, now that he's, he's his friends, and I was like, yeah, okay, you know, what happened, happened. I mean, I I slept with so many people before too, even though they know my friend, I did the same thing, like, I don't, I don't care. So because yeah. I trust him, like, I trust him that they don't longer have that kind of relationship. Yeah. So, so next question that is just the burning question are you are you done with the series or are you and your new love interest going to be on another season if you, you can even answer that yeah exactly like uh, I, I don't know yeah. we see, i don't think more i don't think you. he That's can answer that will we see more of you well i mean i don't know but hopefully okay on Instagram, right? Good enough. <laughs> we'll see you every day on Instagram. Yep. So my question is, 
my question is then since you said what you just said that he invited uh someone that he was in a relationship with before to the wedding and it was okay but it wasn't okay for you to invite michelle so how does that work i mean you didn't even from what i could see you didn't it didn't even upset you it wasn't even a a, a problem he made the michelle thing more of a problem than what it really was yeah so in other words it was his way or no way pretty much so wait i want to i want to know one thing why did he feel that he couldn't trust you like what did he feel like you had done to give him the feeling that he couldn't trust the words that you were saying because you were very open and honest with him about michelle and you were going to give him the opportunity to meet her and ask her the questions that he wanted to ask but he just didn't want to trust what you said what does he have trust issues? Was it always a, a tr issue with trust between you two? It's the guilty, the guilty person pro projecting that onto someone else because he's guilty. Well, I don't exactly. I don't think that uh, you know that's something very personal, and uh, you know I don't have to answer that. Actually, you can see that through on a screen if he has those kind of of issues or not. Uh, I think that you guys, you are very analytic and you, you know, you, you have been doing this for, for years. I don't know. And you know, when you know, you know, you can see many things through the body language and, you know, actions that you see on people on those kind of shows. And, and I think, you know, the answer and everybody knows. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Yep. So are you open to love from someone in another country or are you like, focusing on people nearby if you can answer that because i don't know what your future plans are but are you open to anyone in the u.s because i know there's a lot of men in the u.s who are like carlos is single right now so i was just wondering are you open to that idea and a lot of women or, too or, or are you open to having a relationship with a woman oh yeah that's a good question yeah let's let's hear that one i want to hear that answer yes yes of course i'm i'm you know as i said before i'm i'm giving myself a chance to to you know to see what can happen i mean i'm i'm just i just turned 30 and and basically i'm just starting my life and right now literally it's like i'm myself i'm open like my family knows everything about me everybody who knows me knows everything about my preferences and literally i i just you know i'm just living my life right now like when i said i don't regret being with valentine in the past that's what i mean you know this relationship opened me a world that i didn't have access before and i'm so grateful for that I love well that. i do remember you saying that um that you do um appreciate that valentine was helped you in a way to come out to your family that he gave you the 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 strength and the courage to do that yeah. and you know i know it's it's hard for no matter if you're a man or a woman to actually come out to your family it's really hard and to have someone be there to support you you know and then show you how to like ways to do it i mean hats off the valentine on that yeah. you know um so yeah i mean i'm i'm proud of you i've so been watching you since since the first time you and valentine ever came on as well so i was really rooting for you guys yeah. <laughs> so but wait i want to ask this 
do you think the timeline of when you came out to your family was made to happen quicker because you were with Valentine? Do you think you did it because there was a little bit of pressure for you to do it? Or do you think you were actually ready? Uh, I don't think like anybody's ready for that moment. Yeah, you're right. You know, and uh, as that's why so many people is like in their 50s, 60s, 90s, they are sitting in the closet because they don't feel that they're ready because that's how it feels. We're not ready, never like, and the fact that he came, yes, of course, pressure, but in a good way, because it helped me to, to, you know, face my fears and just, you know, go ahead and say, no, this is me, this is who I am. And this is the person that I'm loving right now. But hey, I also, you know, I'm open to love anybody, doesn't matter what they have between their legs. I just, you know. Exactly. And yeah, I like that. So it was a, it was a good type of pressure. It was a push that exactly. helped yeah. you become genuinely who you are. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I'm so happy for you. I'm so happy that you're happy and we're able yes. to. Yes. Well, thank you. We're very happy and for you. And we're excited to learn at some point in the future who this special person is but i know it's new so you shouldn't be introducing them to all of us yet i know it's, it's a new relationship so you haven't gotten there yet but we're excited to see who this special person is in your life hopefully on our screens or on your instagram wherever you want to let us into your lives we're, we're interested in seeing it yes yeah. yes of course of course like um, right now, I'm very happy. I'm, I'm very, you know, I'm glad that I could find somebody to buy with me and, uh, you know, that I don't have to fight for anything. It's like, yes. you know, you feel that you're, you're released. Yep. And uh, that person literally knows everything about me and, and you know, with no judgment, just, you know. Yeah. Yep. That's the important thing. You need to be with someone who uh, accepts you as you are. You shouldn't have to change who you are for anyone. Because if they truly love you, they truly want to be with you, no matter if it's a man or a woman, they're going to accept the true Carlos. Yep. And not even ask you to change. Exactly. I love yep. it. And they're going to trust you. They're going to trust what yes. you Yes. Trust. You need to have trust and communication. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Team Carlos all the way. Thank yes. you so much, you Carlos. Thank you. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Love you. Anytime you want to come back, anytime, you're welcome. I hope you know that. Don't even have to ask. Just let us know you want to come on. You are definitely welcome yeah. anytime. And like I said, can't wait to see you again, whether it's yep. on the show, Instagram, whatever. We're watching. We're fans. We're Team Carlos all the way. Yep. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. I appreciate Thank you. It. Oh, hey, Jamie. Thank you so much. Jamie's Team Carlos, too, by the way. You see that? <laughs> all right i think april is in oh wait scott's in here april was here i don't know if april left because i know you guys have some questions for april i know yeah. <laughs> because yeah. there was there was a lot that happened with april this season so i know you ladies have some things you want to take up with april but i don't see her now so let's let's get scott in here real quick because scott has some things he wants to talk about as well yes and there you I are and we're at high what? Oh, you're all dressed up. Excellent. Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm like naked. Look, I'm like naked. Oh, like geez. Oh, okay. Oh, well, wow. Okay. I can't wear a shirt. I don't like wearing shirts, but I figured I'd put on a jacket and a tie. That's nice. Nice. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. We we really appreciate dressing up for yeah. us. So. 
Yeah, this is it. There you go. We're so, all like, what do you got? On the episode tonight, we saw you um, go back and have a conversation with Lydia. And a lot of people on Twitter were like, what was the purpose of that? Because people were like, you texted her and said you wanted the second chance. But then when you got there, you kind of wanted to tell her, you know, the truth and be honest and open. So what was the purpose of like having that meeting with Lydia the, at the end? I'm, because a lot of people were confused by that. I felt really bad about because I feel like, you know, I kind of, I mean, I, I wasn't trying to get her back. I really was just the good intentions of just being honest because I feel like that's all I have left. I mean, I don't have money, so at least I can be honest. And I just feel like she deserved to know everything that went on with Liz and everything. And of course, they edit and everything, but it, right. it, forgive me. And I just feel like we spent a year talking and texting and stuff. And I mean, I just felt bad about it. I just wanted to let her know that I'm really sorry about the way things ended up. So oh, okay. I like the, the show that made the timeline look funny, where you said it was two days and she said it was two days. None of that added up the way they aired it. Can't talk about production stuff. I got. Oh yeah, yeah. Talk can't about. talk about the way it was filmed, uh, but we can. Not yeah, gonna, so we can't, you know. All, all I'm asking is, it was the way it was aired, not the way, not the way it came out. It was just the way it aired. Am I wrong? Um, I can't talk. I, I, I'm not comfortable talking about timelines, guys. I, I, That's I, fine. I, I will talk about my intentions were to just follow up with her because you talk to somebody for a year and it definitely warranted I was still in the DR to meet with her and talk to her and maybe the possibility of that maybe we could take things more conservative and get to know each other but it wasn't like a rebound thing I just made it very clear I want to be friends with you maybe down the road things could possibilities but at least I had the closure with Liz you yeah. know yeah. But I, I don't really want to talk about that. I want to talk about real quick some of the things that transpired after. Okay. Like, yeah. I were not done. Liz and I, I end up spending Christmas together. Okay. I proposed to her. I gave her a $10,000 ring in emerald. Um, she accepted it on Christmas Day. Um, we were together. Um, we had another fight, but this time it was in Ecuador. And it was, um, we had just a lot of i had a lot of unanswered questions about money and things and things not adding up the only thing i can the only thing i will touch on tread lightly on is the fight that we had had a lot to do with the fact that the day the four four hour drive in the van i was saying i, I love you and stuff but I was in a very emotional place because my aunt died that day. She was 89 years old. They didn't talk about oh. that. My aunt died. And I just found out the news when we had a signal. And she was really not consoling me. And I was really upset about that. And that stemmed to the fight in the hotel. Okay. And that's, it wasn't about me being clean. It was about just the fact that her insensitivity for everything I've done for her and um, the money, the a lot of questions about the money, things that weren't adding up. And I'll go into more detail at another time. Like, I don't want to take up, I know a lot of people want to jump in on the call, but I, I'd rather do it another time where we can get into Lydia, we can get into Liz, we can get into more things like that. But I don't want, I have an NDA, you know, I don't want to. Right. I, I very lightly here because, you know, there's other things going on, you know? Yeah. 
we'll definitely do another live, you know, because I know NDAs are important that we follow because yeah. there are some things I want to talk to you about. I know there's some voice notes or whatever, and I'm going to talk about that, but I want to make sure we can we can talk about it. So we'll do another live maybe tomorrow where we can address a little bit more. Okay. That way I have, you know, more info that we can when touch on and what we can right. touch well, on. i say a couple things. We were together at Christmas time. We had a fight. I went back to Florida in March around her birthday. Her birthday is March 6th. She sent me pictures that she's wearing the ring. She tells me she still loves me, wants to be with me. And I do some crazy shit. Like I send money. I was going to bring her through the Mexico illegally with a coyote for $3,500 and an $800 ticket. We had another. Yeah, it didn't materialize, though. I mean, it was crazy. That's I mean. I'm not walking around with a full deck of cards, you know, like maybe it's the stroke, whatever. I don't make great financial decisions. I am filing bankruptcy for the fourth time every nine years. I fucking suck with money. I don't do, I'm horrible with money. I make it and I spend it the wrong ways. And I've done a lot of stupid things. I take ownership. Maybe the next person that comes into my life, I have earning potential. I can do other things. Uh, but right now I'm so far in debt. I've got about a hundred something $25,000 of credit cards. I have $30,000 of medical bills from the stroke I had because I, I was as an RT from one contract to another, but I didn't take the Cobra. So the stroke happened in between the contracts. So they're coming after me for all that. And then I had $20,000 bonus. I took it to this hospital that I tried to work a couple days and uh, I was in, working in a curable care setting and, you know, patient lives matter and I'm forgetting things and tasks and how to do, assemble equipment and put somebody from a BiPAP to a ventilator or different things. People don't realize that it's a lot more than what you're seeing here. Like, you know, right. I'm broke. Like my, I have anxiety, I have depression. I forget things. I, I have a speech impediment now. There's a lot of people that don't see other than like me being quick-witted with comments or sarcastic stuff when people are trolling me. You know, it's a lot more than that. Right. So what you sent her the money to come here, Liz. You sent Liz the money to come here, and then she just essentially ghosted the well, second time. Like, give her the $3,500. She's going to come through Mexico and all that stuff. And, that, um, and then $800 ticket. And then for the next couple of days, I barely heard from her. And then I, I called her up, like, listen, you say you love me, you want to be with me, and we're going to be together, and I'm going to come get you in Texas and all this stuff. And you, um, I'm barely here from you. She said, fine. So we had another fight. She hangs up, and then she blocks me. And then she sends the money back through Western Union. She doesn't send the money back. So I was out another $500 plus the $800 ticket to Mexico. Yeah. And I'm freaking honest. What do you want? Yeah. I was going to do something illegal. I didn't. But I was gonna do something illegal. That's how much I fucking love this girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, did you give her more money? Because I've heard the rumor that like after the show ended, you gave her more money. Because I said that I heard that you Christmas time. I bought her family. I bought a couch, living room set, toys for the kids. We we had a nice Christmas time together, and then um, I bought her an iPad, a phone, headphones, um, uh, some cash. Here and there, yeah. Then I then I sent her another four thousand dollars in March for the coyote, and then the ticket to come through Mexico. But I never got the back. And then I gave her two hundred dollars for Christmas, not including that money, so she take her family, her sister out for a nice dinner on her birthday. And then by the time my birthday ran, it came around March twenty third. I didn't hear from her. Oh my gosh, Scott, Scott, Scott. I want to address quickly. I just want to address 
a lot of the comments that are saying that he jumps from one woman to another very quickly. However he does it is his choice. But everybody has to remember that this wasn't filmed last Sunday. Like, right. there, there's an extensive amount of time in between filming and airing. So it's yeah. not like... A say that I did spend Christmas with Liz. How about that? You know? Right. Yeah. So it's been yeah. a while. So... So I, I want to talk about can can we wait? I don't know. If we can. can we talk? About, go ahead, real quick. Go ahead. Can we talk about Tiffany Franco? Yeah, we can. So I've seen some videos of you, and she said that she's willing to meet with you, and get to know you if that comment got to a thousand. So I haven't seen the comment. I like two comments, and I do have her number, and I am texting her, and I did talk to her, and I'm gonna hang out with her. So people can say what they want. It is gonna be a date, and you know, like, oh, it's this, it's that. It's like, listen. And that's not the only person. I got somebody else set from the 90 Day Fiance family I'm talking to as well. Okay. Okay. I see. I mean, I, I'm not exclusive with her. I'm just saying, I mean, I'd love to get to know her, but, well, uh, you know, she could be in another country, for example, like Colombia. You never know. Or somewhere else. You know. Okay. I see what we're saying here. Okay. So I'm, I'm interested in that because Tiffany is beautiful and she's a firecracker. <laughs> All kidding aside, like, listen, all my eggs are in one basket. I'm saying that other people have reached out to me from the 90 Day Fiance family, like other people, like collaborations, not to like hook up, but like right. I love doing parodies and collaborations. And then there's been one or two people that I've been talking to just as friends, but I think there could be potential. But right now I'm focused on um, finally meeting Tiffany going up to Maryland and um, having her apply makeup to me and um, and get and hang out. Yeah, be cool. And listen, if it doesn't materialize, that's fine. Like, but you know what? I'll have closure because I think she's a really cool girl. I think she's really beautiful. And hypothetically speaking, if the ingredients were there and we had chemistry, no, I'm not going to be a womanizer. I'm not going to play around. I would give 1,000% effort to make it work. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think that you... Go with this jacket and this tie. I, I think that you've made it clear that you are definitely looking to settle down. I feel like that's kind of what you've been focusing on because everyone's like, oh, he's a womanizer. He goes from woman to woman. I think it's pretty clear he's trying to find a serious relationship. I think it was very clear with Liz, you were doing everything that you could to make a serious relationship with her. Last episode, I was completely honest to Lydia. I told her I was crying about Liz. I was like, I really loved her. I like, I was, uh, I, I feel like I get faulted for honesty. Like people want me to be a liar. And, and then let me tell you something. When you go on reality TV, you remember on the first episode, I talked about being a player, a lot of hookups, a lot of one night stands yeah. and all that stuff. They are all coming out of the woodworks, man. Because <laughs> you got 36,000 followers and they're like, oh, he's talking about 36,000. Whatever you want to call it, George, you guys look, am I all over Google? Am I all over everything? People are, all they're talking about is, I'm like the, the bad boy of 90 Day Fiance. He's a fucking mm -hmm. womanizer. He's filed bankruptcy four times. He's uh, oh, and then, uh, accused me of criminal charges. There's no freaking criminal charges against me. It, they, they, they create all sorts of crazy stuff. How can you be a high school competitive soccer coach, a respiratory therapist, and do a TV show on TLC and not pass the background? Yeah. Well, first of all, you can't work in a hospital. I, I, that's like the most extensive background. All racialized, and I got crazy girls. If there's, let's just say, if I had to put a number down, let's just say I banged 50 girls since my ex-wife in the last 10 years. 
That that'd be a fair number, right? Let's say, I'm not bragging. Let's say it was forty or fifty. I don't. I, I had a stroke. I can't fucking remember. It's like forty, fifty, somewhere around there. In Where did you I was with the same woman for twenty five years. Yeah. The first girl I slept with was Venezuelan after my ex-wife. I couldn't get it up the first two times because I had anxiety performance because I never slept with anybody else. Oh my God. She's like, wow, baby, you got the problem down there? I'm like, no, I don't got no problem. <laughs> like I was mind freaking myself out. Like that's the way it was. So when I said I was like a kid in the candy store, yeah, I was having a lot of fun. I wanted to hook up with all sizes, all shapes, all colors. No discrimination. The bigger, the smaller, the taller. I want to chop that tree down if she was six four. <laughs> I mean, there is nothing wrong with playing the field. You know, if you're single and everybody is aware that you're just looking to have a good time, I don't see a problem with people having a but good time. I went. The thing is, I'm not bragging about that. I've come full circle. I fell in love with Liz Hard, and I feel like karma is a bitch. Like all the girls I over. I don't know. Can you use curse words on live or no? Sure. They don't, uh, they don't girls, like it, but you can. It came back to bite me in the ass in a hard fucking way, man. Like, I got it back. I feel like my karma last year was the stroke. Liz coming back into my life fucking me over. And it, 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 there's more to the story than me coming on strong. Like, I mean, I, yeah, I did come on strong because I fucking love this girl. I've been in love twice. You know, and I fucked up. Yeah. So one more thing. Now, I want a relationship and I'm open to it. And if I had the chance to be with Tiffany, I would give my best effort. I don't have a passcode on my phone. If I was with her, she can look through my phone all day long. I would hide nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So one more thing. I saw that you're going to be hanging out with Dr. Carter. Yes. Um, what's up with that? Friendship, something more? I mean, listen, I, I mean, she's hot. I mean, I, I mean, I, I would be, no, listen, I think the world of her, let me, let me back up. She is very beautiful, but I would hate, we've developed a really close friendship. I would hate, like, I don't think she'd entertain it. We've never flirted with each other or like past that, but we're like, I think we're like brother and sister. I, I, I'll flirt with her and stuff and I'll say things, but honestly, I would never even jeopardize it because I love her so much. You remember, I, I don't know if you guys know, I had a sister that died in a car accident at 29. Her name was Renea, named my daughter after her, right? And I've never had another sister. I think she's the closest thing to a sister I've had. And then we've had this bond since then. And I would never want to jeopardize that. Like she's really, and we're both in healthcare. I'm an RT, she's a physician. We have a lot of things in common. Yeah. And I can seek her counsel a lot of times because I'm going through a lot. Like, I'm not, listen, I'm, you know, I have this stroke. I deal with depression. I deal with anxiety. I'm dealing with financial hardship. People don't understand. Yeah, I fucked up. Like, my finances are a wreck. Like, I know that. They're like, oh, he's in a nice house. It's all finance. I did an FHA loan. I got 2.5% interest rate. Right? I didn't barely put any money down on it. They're not going to kick you out of your fucking house. Yeah. And my cars. I got two vehicles, electric and a Jeep. They're going to take one of them. I'm going to keep the Jeep. Yeah. So I'll keep my car and I'll keep the Jeep. What are you gonna do? I'm just, I was entertaining disability, but I think I'm gonna look at other things. I'm just trying to figure out what that is, you know? I don't know. Yeah. Take the time to figure everything out. Don't make any rash well, that, decisions. That video, video when I was in the car, I had a nervous breakdown, guys. I fucking lost it, man. Yeah. There, 
A, that I had that, that breakdown in the car, I was either going to kill myself or I was going to better myself from that situation. That's the truth. And you did. I, and don't ever go down I that road. Every fucking credit card I had. I couldn't get a fucking hotel. I couldn't do anything. I had to beg for fucking money and I got $550 and people want to rake me and humiliate me and make me feel like shit for that. Yeah. I made stupid mistakes. I've always done that. I've never been accountable. I've never, I, listen, okay, you want to keep rubbing in my face? Say what you want. I'm still right. human and I still have feelings, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. I think it takes a lot to ask for help. It takes a lot to admit. No. But it takes a lot to admit. Oh, there, that point was a hard point for me. I was either going to better than my situation and figure out what I'm going to do, or I was going to hurt myself. Well, I chose to, to try to do You know what I mean? Glad you didn't do anything to hurt yourself. Oh. So I. I'm glad that you had people that reached out and that helped you. Because I think it's, it's important that we recognize that mental health is a serious crisis that the world is going through right now. And I'm sick of the stigma around it. And I'm glad that people reached out to you. They sent you what they needed to send you to get home. I've had a couple sessions with a friend of mine that it provides counseling and I've done that. And I'm not even in a bad place. People think because I'm erratic and because I'm raw and I'm honest, like me talking about bringing Liz through with a coyote through the border. People wouldn't say that, but I admit it. Now, I wouldn't mention that if she did come to the water. <laughs> I do it. <laughs> right? I do it. I've always been the type of guy I'd rather beg for forgiveness than ask for permission. I do a lot of crazy stuff. But listen, that's me. You can't fault me for being honest, you know? And I got crazy girls trying to come back in my life, trying to be relevant, creating false narratives about me and everything else. Do you get the feeling I bullshit you guys? No. I don't feel like you lie to me. I feel like sometimes you tell me a little more than you should, exactly. honestly. <laughs> people, the bloggers and trollers, trying to create things that aren't there. I take ownership on 95% of it. The 5% is sensationalized. It's, it's just propaganda. It's crap. It's just like politics. Uh, they take something and they run with it and twist and contort it and everything else. Yeah. Any Real quick for the fans before I go. Yeah, guys, if you have any questions, type them in before Scott goes. I'm going to try to get Dr. Carter in here. I think she was in here earlier. I'm going to try to get Dr. Carter in. Cara, if you have your other phone, can you reach out to Dr. Carter and see if she wants to join? All right, so what did we see here? Scott doesn't lie. Well, Mark says you don't lie. Mark says you tell the truth. Yeah. He deletes videos after he posts them. Is that true? Well, uh, yes. Some of the stuff, it's not like I'm hiding it. I guess I could repost it, but sometimes I get in a negative place when I post something and I'm like, that's not the image I want portrayed of myself. I, I want to always be positive and constructive. And I have knee jerk responses. Like that guy from the UK, mad, whatever. What's that guy's name? I don't know his name, he, but I know he, who you're talking about. You know, sometimes, but then I just posted a video to him today. I was like, hey man, nothing but love, happy 4th of July. And, you know, I just, I, me, I get impulsive sometimes and I just do things. And then I look at my content and I always try to be positive. And then when I'm getting negative, I'm like, ah, I got to take that out. You know what I mean? All right. Oh, hey, April. April's in here. Okay. So I also think, think there's a lot of, you know, things that you said that you posted and then TLC said, you really can't say that. So you had to take it down. It wasn't oh, yeah. hiding from yeah, you. Yeah, that, that's probably some of the... Yeah, sometimes, yeah, sometimes it, the call from the gods and they, they 
they see me and they say, hey, you can do this, you can't do that. And I always try to conform and I always stay within, I don't want to breach the NDA because working for TLC has been a great experience and a documentary. And who knows, maybe they'll have me on future product, uh, projects. Who knows, we'll see. All right, yeah. so do you still talk to your ex-wife? Heidi wants to know. Oh, my ex-wife? Yeah. Uh, we're, we're cordial with each other, yeah. And we were together, her name was Liz too, and we were together 25 years. Oh, that's excellent. All right, and would you do the show again if you were asked? Um, Tom wants to know. I would, I love the experience. It was great. I loved, you know what the best thing about all of it was? Okay, the heart, it was, the production teams were cool. Like they were awesome. My EP, Tara, she was freaking awesome. I love her to death. And, um, but the coolest thing of all of it is for me is, is not like the trollers and the bloggers, that's the hard part. But when I go to the grocery store and you, you get those TLC fans and they just come up to me and give me the, Big, can I, they go, can I hug you? Am I allowed to hug you? I'm like, yeah, you can hug me. And they give me the big <laughs> hug and they'll say, oh my God, Sky, I love you. And the weird part too is like when you, like if I just met you, George, and we never knew each other, you'd have small talk and we transition to getting to know each other. But that's the weird part. When you meet these fans, they feel like they know you so well, they just come up to you and say, you know, I had to have surgery yesterday. They had to biopsy my liver and they had to do this and this and this. And I talked to my doctor and he said I should do this. What do you think, Scott? And by the way, my husband hasn't been feeling well and I came to the store to get some um, this and that and the other. It's just, it's just, they know me for years. That's the weird part. And I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. That's kind of an adjustment because they feel like they, they fall in love with your I hate to say character because it's me, but they fall in love with this person. They see eight, 10 minutes of a 45 minute episode. Yeah. It's a family. Like it really is. It's a family. People feel like they grew up with you when they see you on the show. They literally welcome you into the family. So yeah, I definitely agree with that. Anything else? You got any more questions or the fans good? Um, I think we're good. I think we're good. All right, so we're going to um, connect. I'm going to talk to you later on tonight, and we're going to come up with a time, and I'll post um, a time for tomorrow so everyone knows when you're going to be on. Because I feel like you still have a little bit you want more you want to talk about. Yeah, a little, a little bit. No, but, uh, you know, I just got to tread carefully. Because, or maybe uh, not tomorrow. Maybe we'll, we'll hope, yeah, let we'll time pass. Yeah, yeah, let's let some time pass after the show is over. And then, yep. um, so, yeah, thanks for coming on. Always love having you on. Um, we're going to go in and ask Dr. Carter to join. So we're going to ask her how she feels about you, because I know that's your sister. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, hey, tell me one thing. I told her this before. I said, she said, once you go black, you don't go back. I said, once you go white, it never felt so right. Oh, wow. People are going to like, I can't wait. You're going to see messages right now. Creepy, creepy. Vomits. <laughs> Vomits. All right, guys. Be good. Bye. All right. Bye, Scott. All right. Let me see if Dr. Car there she is. I feel unworthy. Do I call her Dr. Carter? I feel like I should call her Doctor, right? Uh, Hello, hi. Doctor. Hi, you guys. How are you hi. So Scott's wild. How do you address you? <laughs> April so, is fine. You don't okay. have to address me by Doctor. Okay, April. So we, you know, we just had Scott on. It's really always hard to be the follow-up person from Scott. Scott's a lot of energy. Yes, he has a lot of energy. <laughs> so we saw the episode tonight, and unfortunately, it is. It looked like not good news for you and Valentine. So 
No. Unfortunately, it's not happily ever after, but how are you doing? How are you doing after that transition? You know, I'm doing well. Um, Valentine and I have continued to communicate and we're, we're good. He's good. I think that for me, I just needed a little bit more than he was able to provide. And some things that weren't showed on this, on the, the show, I mean, it was a big story to tell. Yeah. Um, but we had struggles before then. And some of it is about, you know, his ability to, I always wanted to see him do better because I feel like mm -hmm. he has so much potential. And when you don't see someone take up on that potential, it kind of just makes you really sad and mm -hmm. just not feel good about the whole situation. And so there were so many things around, not just money, but just seeing him not wanting to fulfill his potential and just being okay with going without or asking others for it. And that, it just sort of really weighed on me. And by the time we got to filming, it was just so overwhelming. Yeah, I can see that because you're a yeah. very successful woman. You did not get to where you are by accepting whatever was available around you. Right, right. And I had offered to start him a business and do this and do that. And, you know, you don't see that person you know, act on it, you just ask yourself, well, you know, like, why, you know, mm -hmm. and it was explained to me, you know, the Dominican culture and the Dominican men by multiple people. And eventually, I just had to accept that, you know, I can't, you can't help everybody. Yeah, you're <clears> right. <throat> Sometimes people are comfortable exactly where they are in life. And yeah, they don't want to change. Like people are so scared of change. It's, it's insane to me how mm -hmm. much they will go out of their way to avoid change because they're just so comfortable and what they're doing. And right. what kind of business do you, did you want to help him open? Did it have to do with a gym? He asked for me to open a gym, but he, but he wanted $20,000. And I was like, no, nah, I don't think I can't do that. Um, so my idea for him, so he's a singer. So a lot of people don't know that. And that was supposed to be displayed on the show. Oh. And I had him set up with the producer and I was going to pay to get his first few tracks produced and get him set up in a DR to start, you know, singing. And I know the um, owners of the hotel in Sosua and they were going to allow him to sing there a few nights a week. Oh. But yeah. Wow. He didn't want to do I it. So the fact that they were filming and he never brought up the music is weird. That was such a good opportunity, I, I, right? I brought it up we, and we had it set up, but he quit the show, so. Oh, so it, it. was gonna, okay, it was going mm -hmm. to. So, yeah. okay, does he sound good? He sounds amazing. Really? Wow. He sounds I amazing. wanna hear it, I wanna hear it. Yeah. Amazing. I'm, I, I mean, he has an extremely beautiful voice, extremely. Oh, wow. and, and I was willing to help him, you know, you know, explore that talent and get discovered and get a couple tracks produced, but he didn't feel that, you know, was for him. Yeah, that's unfortunate. So mm -hmm. we met your family on the show and how did they feel about Valentine? I feel like they had some reservations. So like, how did they Valentine. feel about you going? Oh, Valentine, 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 I'm sorry, Valentine. <laughs> How did they feel? Because they had reservations, especially your sisters. Like they were just like, what? You're going where to be with who? So like, how did, were they encouraging or discouraging? Like, how did that go? I think that what was aired was probably the better version of what they actually said. Oh. Um, yeah, I did get 
chewed out a little bit because that's just not what my family, that's just not the type of person my family sees me with. And they don't want me taking care of somebody and someone leeching off of me. And they had a lot of things to say, but I'm glad they kept it PG for the show. But so in perfect, being honest, when you first came on, I was like, holy crap, this girl, go girl. She has got (laughs) everything going on. I wish I had half the accomplishments. And then then after you were with his family, I was like, what the hell is wrong with her? Is that, were you really like actually mean to his family or is that just the way TLC portrayed it? No, it's not. And he and I made a deal that we were going to be exciting. We were going to be animated and dramatic, but at the end of the day, we're going to always apologize to each other. That was the deal. So he apologized to me and I apologized to him. He said a lot of horrible shit that Mm -hmm. was not aired, but I, it's fair game. That was what we agreed to. So we apologized to each other and we were fine. But even after, of course, that day I apologized, but you have to think that I was with his family for the entire day. We filmed the entire day, morning, afternoon, and evening. We had a blast actually. It was really fun. Um, I didn't bring cleaning supplies. That wasn't my idea. I I can't say you just have to put it together, but, um, but no, we had a blast. We had a lot of fun. But after, it wasn't until um, uh, January when I was doing my pickups where I was like, I kind of think they're going to show this a little differently. And so I texted them. And I was like, listen, I'm saying things, but I need you to know that I'm sorry. Like, I, I know you said stuff. I want you to know this is what's being said. And I'm really sorry. I don't know exactly how it's going to come out, but I just need you to know that it's okay. And if it's okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. He was like, no, it's okay. When you do it, you know, fine. And then when the show aired, I was like, (gasps) I'm so glad you, you, I was like, Oh (laughs) Oh my God. Shit. So I text him. I text his sister. I was like, I'm so sorry. I did not, know or I missed something like what happened and they were like they kind of like really brushed it on they're like no it's just the show is no we're fine we're you know no like just chill like you're good and um I posted those texts on my my page actually and of course they made me take it down but um but no when I say he's fine he's fine and if he wasn't fine because I was like I was like, no, I was dumbfounded. No, it was, he was not fine. Then it would have been a very different story, okay. but he okay. was fine well, that day. You. He was fine at the follow-up when I checked on him. I even checked on him today and I was like, look, the show has finalized. It's we've seen all the scenes. I'm sorry it had to end that way, but <laughs> you know, there were things that were beyond what you saw that is just because that was the second time he disappeared when I went to DR and I was like no oh well thank you for clearing that up because that puts everything into perspective so you're cool cool with his whole family right everybody is good right no no, they're good um valentine valentine now you got me saying valentine (laughs) Um, (laughs) no valentine is fine we've had we've hit some hiccups recently but it has nothing to do with the show it's just about like got money it. and stuff yeah got it <clears throat> Dee, jump in jump in 
Y'all have any other questions I can clear up or? Can you yeah. ask her what the doctor The only thing that, that I want to, that I want to talk about with you is, um, at first, you know, I was um, I was like, okay, yeah, April, she's, you know, she's nice and everything. But when you, like me, I grew up in Mexico and how, especially, you know, how you were with, at his mom's house, what they were showing, saying that the bathroom and then spraying all this stuff. And then um, it's that right there. I was like, why would she do that? That's so disrespectful. Because, you know, the bathroom at their, at his mom's house, that's a bathroom compared to other places that I've been to. Like, if you were to have been to, um, went to um, um, Everton's mom's house, Jordan and Everton, oh, yeah. they pretty much, she has a hole in the ground. And, you know, and I get the anxiety, I get the OCD, I get all that because I have both as well. But that to me, I was like, who does she think she is to judge people like that? Because, you know, no matter where you come from, you you shouldn't judge because they have their culture, we have our culture. And that just really I was like, you know what? I don't I don't even like April no more. Because that hit home to me. Because it's like you were judging me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I get what you're saying, and you know, I'm sorry you feel that way, but you know, I'm from Louisiana. We have hurricanes. We lose power. We lose water. So the bucket in the toilet thing is not new to me. Okay, we that happens here where I'm from, but the scene had to happen. It, it had to happen. Did I have to use the restroom? No. But will they get you talking about it? Yes. So we had to introduce the scene just so they could show the restroom because we knew that it would get you talking about it. And so I think people forget the reason for the show is to entertain, is to bring about ratings. And he and I knew that scene was coming. You think I, you think I don't know what the house looked like? The house, you know, I FaceTimed him many times. I know exactly what the house looks like. I'm very aware of it. But that's what gets people talking about the show. So in order for me to introduce or pull the scene in, I needed to ask to go to the restroom and they needed that response. We shot that scene over and over several times wow. until you got something exciting. And the only thing I could do was apologize. I know what, <laughs> like, I, I'm from Louisiana. Yeah, that's not new to me. I used to live in the Caribbean. I trained there, I'm very familiar with what it looks like there. Um, so I've traveled to over a dozen countries. I've seen a lot. And again, I used to live out of the country, so that's not new to me. But I think people get so emotionally just driven with these shows and you're forgetting that this is about ratings. Yeah. You're judging yeah. people on this show and you don't know them. With all due yeah. respect, you don't know me. You, you do not. And you don't know anybody on this show. You know a character. Everybody on this show has a character. Yeah. That makes I mean, I, I understand now because when you made that statement, I was like, well, she travels pretty frequently to other countries and I know that she knows what the bathrooms would look like in other countries. So I kind of had my feeling like, I don't think this is exactly how she would react. To it. 
I go to Norway four to five times. You know, I've been there four or five times, and I was planning to go this month, but I'm going. To, I'm taking my niece and nephew to Greece, and I go to this place called Grimstad, Norway. I go all the time, and I know some people that live there. Well, his house, there's no plumbing, and so when I went the very first time, this was many years ago, I called my dad. I said, Dad, the toilet is just a hole. You sit your ass on it. There's no flush. You just piss and shit. You throw your tampons. It all goes in this hole. Dad, there's no flusher. And he's like, well, that's interesting. I said, and dad, after like two or three years, this shit turns into like, you know, and he, my buddy takes it out and he fertilizes the yard with it. So... Oh. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty, it's actually pretty cool. And it, you know, you know, and I've learned no matter what you do in that toilet, it never stinks. Really? So anyway, oh. no, it never does. Like you can shit all you want and you, it <laughs> won't stink. Like, I don't know, I, don't, I can't explain it. it. It's just a hole that goes far down into the ground. So I've seen a lot of different toilets, okay? From different places. And that one was not even on the radar. Got it, got it. Okay, also. So I grew up in Baton Rouge. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Lake Charles, born and raised. No way. That's crazy. Okay. I, yeah, I've been there many yeah. Times. Yeah. We lost water. Actually, we just had a major hurricane uh, 2020. Mm -hmm. But that was, you know, that was, was just wild. Okay. I know. Our question. So did Valentine know that that was your ex-boyfriend that your business partner was oh, with? Yeah. Or was just a whole? No. Well, he did not know, and I was not allowed to tell him until we filmed, so. Okay. Oh. And they could not show his response because it was offensive. Okay. Got it. Got it. I think a lot of people on here would find his response offensive, and I don't want to, like, throw him under the bus for that, no. um, because what he said was slightly colorist. I mean, it wasn't slightly, it was. But I think that Dominican people, they still, there's still division in DR, you know, where light-skinned Dominicans look at dark-skinned Dominicans very differently. Yeah. They see them as inferior. And his response very much reflected that. And I didn't understand that until someone explained it to me. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to show him some grace and try to understand, like, why Dominican people feel that way. It's not right way, but this is very much ingrained into their culture and how they see, like, people of color. Wow. Right. I just have one more question. Yes, because so I get to the <laughs> Yeah, I know you're at work. So is there a special person in your life right now? Are you seeing anyone? Are you allowed to say that? Or are you just focusing on yourself? I'm just focusing on myself and my business right now. The show brought about a lot of stress, I'll be honest with you. Um, obviously, my business is fine and my practice is fine, but it was just a lot of unexpected stress from the show. And um, I, I just didn't see it coming. So I needed time to just sit back and just reflect for myself, you know, and process everything that was happening. So yeah. would you do another show or you're like one and done? It's an experience yeah. and that was it. I don't know. I lost so much money doing the first show, like way more than 10K. So when I stopped talking about money, it's because like I lost a lot of money doing the show. And so would I do another one? I don't know. I would really have to talk to my financial advisor to see if it makes sense for me. 
Um, and if, and I have to assess the risk, right? Because some people that do the show, they don't really have a lot to lose. Well, I do. So I have to really assess that risk and make sure that it's okay and safe for me to do it. And I'm not putting myself too much, too far back financially by, by doing the show. Yeah. You do have a lot. You're, you have businesses, you're a doctor, you, your name holds a lot of respect and integrity. Yeah. So reality TV can be damaging, you know? So I understand assessing that risk because you've worked so hard to get to where you are. You don't want to lose it because you did the wrong TV show. Right, right, know? right. So you got to be really careful because you can't control how you're portrayed in the show. Like, it's amazing what can happen with a couple edits. That's all I can say, so. Right. Context is well, everything. Thank you for clearing stuff up. Thank you for giving your side. We yeah. appreciate you. Yeah, yeah. Did you, you guys have any other questions? Uh, Valentine is doing well. I'm going to reiterate that. Um, yeah. If he can speak English, I would invite him to be on a call, but it would be a little stressful for him. You guys are still talking? We're on good terms. Good. Um, we had, uh, like I said, we had a little bit of a fallout because of something unrelated to the show. Okay. Guys, any so, questions you have for Dr. Carter, she has to get back to taking care of her patients. So type them up so we can ask her before she has to go back to work. She's a very busy doctor. <laughs> Josh, where are you now? Are you in? Um, I'm living in Orlando. I'm in Orlando. Oh, you're in Orlando. Yeah, I was <laughs> in Ohio, but and I sold that house and now I'm in Orlando. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, awesome. I'm gonna, yeah, we've already messaged, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna be out um, that way on, I can't remember the name of the show. I'll let you know. Yeah, DM me, let me know. We can probably yeah, yeah, yeah. Any other questions, guys? I am really transparent, super open. I'm not gonna say anything that's damaging to Valentine, no. So right. please don't ask me to do that. I'm very respectful of him and his family. Uh, when are you coming to South Africa? I don't know. I don't have any plans. My books are pretty full. I am going to Greece. I'm taking my family there and I'm going to Israel to go to the Holy Land and Canada. So I don't think I have time for South Africa this year, but I would love to go next year. Okay. So let's address the burning question everybody has. We know the answer, but what's the relationship between you and Scott? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You know, Scott and I, early on, the whole, all the casts are really close. Um, it's kind of like a unique experience. And so Scott is no different. Um, he's like family, you know, I don't see a relationship brewing um, there. I think that he and I are in just a very different place in life. Um, and I just think that, you know, he's like family. Yeah. We're not, we're not dating. I don't know That's more that or less yeah. the question. That's <laughs> That's exactly what he said. He said, you're like a sister. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. That's Everybody okay. that's joining later is kind of going, what's going on? So I just wanted them to hear it. Oh, your mouth. yeah. No, it's like her family. I mean, I got my own shit, you know. Issues. Yeah. <laughs> right. He's got his own. Trust me, I have my own shit. Yeah. <laughs> my life is not perfect. Yep, I get it. Do, All what right. Do, One what do you do to get your OCD with germs under control? You know, I, I don't really... Not a lot of people know I have a germ problem, except like my close family, but like friends and stuff, like it's not like what you think. Um, like I don't go to people's houses and, you know, clean up. I don't do that. Um, so you wouldn't really know if you weren't like my partner or like my family who saw me grow up and was like, 
why is she taking her shoes off in the house or you know yes yeah, i'm ocd too though yeah. i'm ocd yeah. i clean my kitchen five times a day like i'm i totally understand yeah, what it's like because i'm like that yeah yeah i throw everything in just watching it like i pray that it gets cleaned yeah. <laughs> um so yeah no um no, I'm not with Valentin. He is a free man. I saw y'all ladies up in the comments. Y'all go ahead and have fun. <laughs> have at um, it, ladies. Have at right. it. <laughs> you should probably speak Spanish, though. Like, I'm just being honest. <laughs> All right. You guys, it was a pleasure. I am going to run. We have so many patients to see. Um, it was fun. So Thank you so yeah, much. Care. Thank you. For no You're problem. always welcome back anytime. Thank you. Bye. Y'all take care. Bye. 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 All right. I think Matthew is the last one. Then we're going to wrap this up. We've been on here forever. Thank you guys for sticking with us all this time. Yeah. We've been on here forever. Matthew, I think you wanted to join for a second. Let me see if I can find you to invite. And then we're going to wrap this up like we've wrapped up this season. Right? The yeah. season is wrapped up. Hello. I've got I've got I've got just a minute. My hair is not looking good, so Oh yeah. Oh. We know the process. We Listen, know the process I, for your hair. I try to get it I try to get it to look good before I come on here, but yeah, I just got got just a minute. I just got just a minute. But it's over. I'm like free at last. It's over. We can move on to bigger and better things. How yeah, much you're, time you're a um, social media person, so staying off social media and not doing that is probably destroying you right now. Um, well, I, you know, this is this show is completely different than any kind of content that I've ever produced. Most of the content that I produce is very uh, uplifting. It's very focused on mental health, putting a smile on people's face, which is, you know, kind of the whole dilemma about being on the show, right, is that... Um, uh, you don't really have control over the content, right? So, <laughs> so be a speaking of that, how do you feel you were portrayed? Do you feel like it's accurate to who you are or do you feel like it's a stretch? Um, I will just, you know, I'm not going to comment on that. I'm just going to let people, you know, watch the show and uh, uh, make up their own minds. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, if you want to know me, then... You know, my you, me, every, it's not hard to find me online. Uh, I stream on Meet Me. I'm on Instagram. Um, so I'm not going to comment on anything about what, what the show did or how I was portrayed. But uh, I know who I am, and the people who know me know who I am. And if you want to know who I am, it doesn't, it's not that hard to come, you know, figure it out and get to know Yeah. Me. So, so is um, there any any news, Visa news, that you might be able to share with us? Um, the the other thing I'll say, and I, I think that this is one thing I, w I would like to give context to, a lot of people kind of, uh, not a lot of people, but some people kind of gave me crap about the visa, but I don't think people understand is we applied for the visa in January, and um, right before Carnival, which was in February, I got word from my attorney, because uh, when you apply for the uh, visa, you, you apply for the K-1 visa first through what's called an I-29F form, which is the initial application to petition for an alien visa yes. um and you don't know where that's going to go you don't know where it's going to be routed and right before i went to brazil um i was 
I learned that it was routed through the Texas Processing Center, which if you know anything about immigration is one of the longest wait periods for, um, for a visa processing. Yep. So, and people gave me, you know, uh, people can form their own opinions about how I handled the situation. I handled the situation the best I could. I did not feel like that was just kind of something I sent over text. Hey, this could take twice as long as we right. thought. Um, we, the only experience we ever had with the visa, which was my friend, I served in the Peace Corps for several years. Um, and my friend who also served in the Peace Corps, he met his fiance while serving in the Peace Corps and it took them about a year. So that was on, our only frame of reference was, you know, my friend. Um, so when we found out it was twice, I'm literally going on this trip in a few days. I mean, what are, what are you supposed to do? You know, I, I handled it the best I thought I, I, I. I told her, you know, a little bit later into the into the vacation, I didn't want to hop off the plane with all these cameras pointing at me and be like, hey, babe, it's great to see you. I hope we have a great week, by the way. Boom. You know, so um, but no, the visa is going to take a while, you know, but, um, you know, I think Anna made it very clear. I made it very clear. We're, we're both in this for the for the long haul. So. So well, that answered my next question. So I don't even need to answer it. Right. I don't even answer it. Go ahead. I, and I, I would like, if I can, say one more thing. Yeah. A lot of people, a lot of people, gave Anna so much crap about. Oh, she just wants to come to America. She just wants to come to America. But you guys, because she got an, uh, uh, she got upset about the visa. But you need to think about what being upset about the visa entails. It's not just oh, I have to wait two more years coming to America. This is two more years of her not, not getting to be with the person that she loves. This is two more years of relationship behind a camera. This is two more years of us only being in each other's physical presence for a week at a time, a few times per year. So like if everyone's quick to judge her because of the way that you see things on the TV to say, oh, she just wants to, she just wants to come to America, but y'all don't see the hours and hours of conversation that we've had day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, you know, there's a lot of love there that you did not get to see because there's so such limited time on this show to show six couples, you know? It's not that I didn't believe that you guys don't love each other. I'm, I will admit I'm the first to say, I was probably the first one that said, she just wants to come to America because every time they showed her, she says, this is my lifelong dream. This has always been my lifelong dream. This is what I've wanted since I was a kid. This is my lifelong dream. And they kept putting that into the show. Right. So anyone that has judged that is basing it upon her saying that that's, right. that's all she's ever dreamed. And that's, and that's what I keep, see, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not one of these people who are, I'm gonna like lift behind the curtain and let you guys see right. what's going on behind the scenes. Yep. Other cast members can do what they want. I'm gonna stay true to you know what I agreed to, which was to, to do the show and everyone can make up their own minds. But what I can tell you is that there's a lot that you don't see. It's right. like, it's yeah. that we film for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. And you see maybe four or five minute segment of that. So I'm not gonna say anything about, you know, what's happening behind the curtains. But I, what I will say is there's so much more. And that's what I kept trying to tell people it's like there's just there's so much more that you didn't get to see there's there's so, like we were even shocked how little of our story was shown and it's not really the you know the show's fault you know because like again they have we have uh you know six couples 
the show's only an hour, plus you have to factor in commercial break, you know, and there's only so many episodes. So there was a lot of stuff that a lot of like time, like there was a conversation, a really deep, meaningful conversation that uh, Anna and I had right after the, the carnival day where all these guys were hitting on her and Anna kept shutting her, uh, shutting them down where I pulled her aside and I said, where I thanked her and I was like, you know, this is the first time I've ever felt safe in a relationship and I appreciate you standing up for us. None of that made it onto the show, you know? Right. So there's just a lot you didn't see. Yeah, I understand that. But then the next burning question everybody wants to know is how the hell was 6 p.m. too late for a 36-year-old man? <laughs> all right, I, I'm so glad you answered the, asked this question. Okay, first of all, I had just arrived in Brazil the day before, all right? I had been traveling for over 20 hours with, it, with between flights, layovers. My flight got delayed several hours. So we got to Brazil. I had a few hours of sleep. And then we're, at, at, we're up and we're partying. And y'all saw like three to five minutes of that. Right. But yeah. we were partying like three to five hours. Right. Plus, we had a all-night party, a 10-hour party that started at 9 p.m. that same day, or that same night. It went from 9 p.m. till 7 in the morning. Okay. So we, I told Anna, let's go take a nap because we've been out there for three to five hours. We have to go out for this all-night party in like just a few hours. Yeah. Okay. You know, so, and then after that, after this all-night party, we're going to get a few hours of sleep and then party again. <laughs> so makes it was a lot. That's it makes a it lot. Yeah. Isn't there a time difference as well? Because didn't you lose some time when you got there? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I left, uh, I left Friday. I literally worked all day Friday, worked all day Friday. I left the airport. Uh, I left to go to the airport and I had about two hours at the airport a 10 hour flight, then I had six hour layover. And then I had, a, uh, then which was delayed almost two hours. And then I got to Brazil, I had a few hours Jeez. of sleep. And then we start filming the party stuff. And I was like, yeah, I was a little tired. I'm yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, we were all wondering that because I was like 36 is not old. No, I was like, it, so it's <laughs> so funny is like, I'm usually the one saying let's stay out. Let's let's do more. But like, yeah, I was exhausted, but y'all didn't get to see why I yeah. was exhausted. We were was... just trying to figure it out. We're like, it's 6 p.m. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, it makes it more interesting, though, if you don't know, right? Like, why is, why is this 36-year-old can't keep up? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. All right, Dee Dee. Dee Dee, you're quiet. What do you want to say? No, I was just I was just listening. Um, I do have a question. I do have a question for you. And maybe it's because I watch a lot of 90 Day Fiance and I'm pretty I've seen a lot of um couples but by us hearing you know what we were able to see you know Anna always talking about how she wants the the green card yeah. how Anna how how Anna wants the <laughs> I don't know what happened but we can't hear him I don't know if you can hear us, but we can't hear you, Matthew. Oh, yeah, we lost sound. I, I thought it was just me. I, oh, he uh, left. Maybe he had to go. I guess um, what I, I was going to ask is, how would how, how was he how would he feel if, you know, because that's all we heard was she wanted the green card. That's all we heard. 
Yeah. Never once we heard about how she wanted to have a future or a life in the United States with with Matthew. So yeah. how is he going to react once she gets over here? Everything's good. She gets what she comes for, and then she ups and leaves. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good question. I would love to hear him, his answer to that. I would have loved to. Oh, he had to go. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, he had to go. Unfortunately, he had to go. But yeah, that was a good question. I did want to know, you know, worst case scenario, what if the worst fears are right? What if she really did want to come here and get the green card? Because he, he mentioned those concerns in his in the season. He's like, well, what if she just finds somebody else? And she just doesn't yeah. want to wait for me or doesn't want to be with me that I did want to ask or hear the answer to that. How would that make him feel? Because I know that's not what he believes, but we can't predict future we can't predict how people feel we can only yeah. assume we know what's going on oh he says it's not gonna happen all right not gonna happen all right we have our answer matthew says it is not gonna happen there's no chance they are in it for the long haul all right so we got two happily ever afters this season one and jessica and matthew and anna so hopefully we'll see on a season two when anna gets actually over here and when one actually gets over here and we'll see how they they transition into being U.S. citizens because I know that that's a whole nother thing. Because one is gonna have to learn how to deal with living in Wyoming, and I'm an American, and I couldn't do that. Yeah, I ain't living in Wyoming for nobody. I don't love anybody that much. It's never gonna happen. So I would love to see how that transition works. And then one was talking about how he wanted Jessica to be more stern with the boys. Yeah. So hopefully that's on season two we're gonna see how that works scares, out. That scares me for anybody to come in. I realize that they have a new baby together, but for anybody to come in and correct how you've been parenting is going to be a very hard adjustment. Yeah. it's. I, I wouldn't have a problem with that because um, if you're not the father of my child, you don't say nothing to my child. Plain and simple. But it's going to get complicated because he's not the father of those, but he's going to be the father to David or is the father to David. So it's like, yeah. He is the father, right? Like it's going to get super complicated and I just hope yeah. that they're strong and they this doesn't, you know, cause any inner issues in their marriage well not they're not married yet but i know they're going to be but like i just i want them to work out because he overcame so much yeah but a question in somebody's parenting that can be the end of any type of relationship like yep. especially a mother who gave birth to that child and she knows what's right for that child telling her she's not doing something right i'm not doing that i don't want to and has been doing it all along by herself this whole time so yeah yeah when it comes to when it comes to mamas you know i was mama and daddy you know i raised my kids by myself so you know so if someone were to try to step in and tell me how to raise my child well first of all where were you whenever you know the long nights where were you where you know what i'm saying yeah don't come and tell me how to try to raise how to trade how to try to raise my children because you will not win that fight yeah Hands down, you won't. Right. All right, guys. This was fun. This was fun. Yeah. So this was the tell-all that TLC didn't want us to have. So we took it. We just took yeah. it from them. We'll we did it. Own. We got to find and it I all from nice, guys. I was nice, okay? I had to bite my tongue a couple of times. That's why I got quiet. I was... I wanted to, like, let somebody have something. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to be nice well, tonight, so we're known for just saying how it is we're not we're not gonna bully anybody but if you did something stupid i've said this before if you did something stupid we're gonna call you out on what you did you know and yeah. that's just who we are that's who we are as people so if yeah. you come on the show just know we're gonna call you out we're not bullying you we're not being mean we just want to know 
what was going through your mind? You know, yeah. when you did that. That's what we're looking for. Yep. All right, guys. So guys, thank you. Other way next week, right? Yeah, the other way next week. We'll be covering that, obviously. Yes. yes. Uh, hello. Yep. <laughs> thank you, guys. So this is season three, Love in Paradise. So we'll be back for season four, obviously, and hopefully we'll see Anna and Matthew and Juan and Jessica back. Everybody else, it's like they're not together. I mean, they could be back with somebody else, yeah. right? Like Carlos could definitely be back with this new person in his life or whatever. We would love to see that. But this was a good season. I felt like it went by really, really fast. Thank you to my co-hosts, Cara and Didi, who watched it with me, talked about it with me, podcasted with me, and they've been with us this whole time, sharing their opinions, because, you know, my opinion isn't always right. And Didi and Cara are there to tell me, right? It, they're there to tell me. So that, that's yeah. what made it fun for us. Yeah, because yeah, we got to keep right, George. Yeah, my opinion <laughs> isn't always right. I've learned that the hard way. <laughs> so... All right, guys. Thank you so much. Follow me on all social media platforms at George Mossy, georgemossy.com. Anywhere you get your podcast, type in The George Mossy Show. Follow my co-hosts, Didi and Cara, as well. That's a must. Thank you guys for joining us. We'll talk to all of you guys really soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.